Well, hello and welcome to The Daily Brew, day 54 on the devotional journey where every day we drink a new brew of coffee and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. And today is, like I said, day 54. You join me in Auckland, New Zealand as we continue on through our Bible journey. Today, our description contains all of the scriptures you need to read today as part of this devotional journey, but let's have a read of them ourselves. Psalm 25, 8 to 15, Mark 7, 1 to 30, and Exodus 33, 7 to 34, 35. So those are our scriptures for today. Make sure you check them out and read them. It's going to help you. Obviously, this is a Bible plan where we want you to pull out the scripture yourself and get into the word of God. This is just my synopsis and my encouragement to get you thinking and see if, hey, see if we got a hole in one together and we got it uh, on the same level. But before we continue into the Bible, we're going to talk about brews. And today it's time for a new coffee, a new brew. It's Carajoz. Now, I actually don't know how to say this. Carajoz, K-A-R-A-J-O-Z. This is the packaging. It's red and white and and very beautiful and soft plastic. That's not really that important. What's important, though, is what the website has to say about them. Carajos was established in a cafe business, yeah, sorry, in the cafe business in 1982, and we've been roasting our own coffee since 1997. Now we're one of the biggest privately owned roasters in New Zealand. Uh, their online store, they talk about their online store. You can check out, you can buy coffee from the online store. This one, though, I bought in a supermarket just around the corner from me. These guys roast here locally in Auckland on Eden Terrace, and it's styled off of Italian and European influences. So I'm interested to see today what this is going to taste like. Typically, I feel, and I could be wrong, but the Italian coffee is quite neutral. It's quite bland, and it's, it's, it's good, but it's not like wowzers, you know, in terms of flavor. So this is their original beans, so it should just be relatively down the middle. Let's see how I've done. As always, the dose yield and uh, dose, yield, and the other thing, time. Dose, yield, time, dose, yield, time. See, I'm with you. The dose is 18 grams, yield is 32, and it took 23 seconds to come out today. A little bit slow by second, but that's fine. Let's give us a taste and see what it tastes like. Mm. Important to make the, the sound. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's what I expected it to be. It's very, it's very just, it's good. It's got a mid-range, it's lovely. It's a lovely, like, low end. What's awesome about it, actually, is that there's no random aftertaste. Sometimes with coffees, when you have them black, there's a there's a bit of a weird aftertaste that lingers. But this one's great. This is good. I, I reckon this is worth having if you're just looking for a really good mid, like, mid-flavor, mid-experience coffee. Nothing, nothing like, wow, nothing, nothing like, ugh, you know, it's just, it's really good. Although it could just be me, I'm sure there's a way to pull more flavor out of the beans, but it doesn't even have any tasting notes on the package, what I'm supposed to be tasting. So in terms of a coffee, it's lovely, lovely and round. That's my description, and that's all I have to say on that. Let me know, though, if you've had this coffee or if you get a really, really good taste. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you what you think about it. But that's it for the coffee today, the brews. Let's get into the Bible, the reason why we are here. In, in the world that we live in, there's a lot of noise. True, genuine silence is really hard to come by. As Christians, it's hard to hear the voice of God amongst all of the noise. But when we do, when we tune into his frequency, there's really nothing like it. Nothing can compare to the voice of God leading our lives Both for our internal and our external lives, everything changes when we get God's voice activated in our life. You know, you can tell when someone has met with God, when he he or she has heard his voice. But how do we actually hear God? How do we lean into his voice and be led by him? 
I want to talk about this in our scriptures today and have a look and pull out some ideas on how God can lead us in our lives and how we can hear the voice of God. The first thing is being guided by the Lord. In uh, our journey to Auckland, the journey that we continue to talk about, uh, our, our move here to Auckland, what happened was, if you haven't seen the vlogs, you should go and check them out. They're on YouTube. Click the vlogs after you've done the devotional and have a quick watch. They're a lot of fun. Uh, it, it shows you us moving to Auckland, the adventure that was. It was crazy, though. I flew to Auckland, picked up the truck from Auckland, drove down, loaded the truck uh, that night, then drove back up with Adam and Annalise here to Auckland. And when we moved here, Annalise and Adam caught a flight out that night. I stayed in Auckland overnight because the truck had to be delivered the next morning. And so overnight, I realized that I didn't bring any undies with me from Auckland. I'd left them all in Wellington. We were staying at a friend's house, and all of my undies that I owned were there in Wellington. So what I did was I went to the warehouse to buy some more undies. And I just grabbed some off the shelf. They were the cheapest ones. I was exhausted. I just wanted to go home and sleep. So I grabbed them off the shelf. And the next morning when I put them on, they didn't fit. And I don't know about you, but there's not, there's not many more worse feelings than undies that don't fit nice. It's not comfortable, is it? When we're led by the Lord, it's not easy to follow God's path, but it's comfortable because we know, we know we're with Him and we know He's with us. And that's what it's like to be guided by the Lord. It's comfortable. It's like having the right pair of undies. It's a comfortable experience because we know that He's with us and we're not trying to go our own way. Sure, we face difficulty on the road, but it's comfortable. When God is doing the guiding of our lives, we know that we're in the right place, doing the right thing at the right time, and that brings us comfort, peace, and security. In the psalm, we see time and time again how God guides us. He instructs us in verse 8 and verse 12. He guides us in verse 9. He teaches us in verse 9 as well. And in verse 14, we see that he confides in his people. Here's the encouragement. You don't need to be perfect to hear God's guidance. What you need is humility. Humility leads us to repent because a repentant heart is what gives us greater access to God. Let me say that again. It's humility that leads us to a, a repentant heart that gives us greater access to God. Verse 9 says that he guides the humble in what is right and teaches them in his way. God will only guide us into what's right. And you know you're being guided when he's leading you into a deeper sense of love and faith in him. So stay humble and be led into God, uh, be led through God's guidance. Jesus makes a bold statement. He's in the business of making bold statements. This is his habit. You know, time and time again, you read the Bible and you're like, wow, does Jesus actually said that? But today he, he says that the word of God takes priority over all other traditions. Now, this is not to say that traditions in and of themselves are bad, but it is to say that traditions should not take the priority over the word of God and what's in the word of God. He's addressing the Pharisees, the Pharisees, the religious leaders who had taken these traditions and made them more important than what the word of God had to say. They didn't want to obey the word of God, so they had traditions that took its place. For example, when it comes to looking after the elderly, the Pharisees had said that it was permissible not to support your family if you gave money to God. Now, Jesus reminded them that the word of God says to honor your father and mother, and doing that doesn't honor them. They'd ended up doing their own thing and their own traditions over the word of God. And this is what happens in our society. We think we know what to do. We think we know better. Through cultural traditions and through human traditions, we ignore the word of God in favor of what feels right or, is, or for what we are told is right. But this is only what's right on the outside. There's no acknowledge of the word of God internally. And ultimately, we end up drifting away from God's best plan. 
The word of God comes alive in the hearts of men and women. We know the word of God when we hear the voice of God through the pages of this book, the Bible. When, when we see his words and his voice coming through these pages and internally, sorry, we begin to know what is right and wrong. Because as we read these pages, we see God and hear God and we're guided in our lives. The Pharisees had drifted from this. In favor of external traditions, they compromised on the internal position of the word of God. Jesus tells us to listen to him. That's the key to life. It's to listen to him. Yes, we have the whole word of God, but looking at what Jesus says in the gospels, looking into what he instructed us to do is the key to life. Friend, I want to encourage you to read the word of God, devour it, get into it, hear God's voice for you through these pages. Make sure you get the scriptures deep in your hearts and live the life God is leading you to. How crazy is it that God wants to be friends with us? Moses was God's friend. To get to this point, it's not without sacrifice and obedience, but it is possible for all those who consider themselves followers of God. What's amazing is that God, he reveals and shows Moses his plans. When God trusts us, he reveals more to us. And it's this relationship with God that Moses had built, one of sacrifice, obedience, and trust that allowed him greater access. Moses, he made it a habit of his life to go into the tent of meeting and inquire of the Lord. Now, this word inquire, it's defined as ask information from someone and investigate to look into. It's God's desire that he would have a relationship with us, that we would ask for information and look into what God is doing. In Exodus, we see him meeting with Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Now, it's clear that they, they weren't actually face to face. We've read earlier in the Bible that if Moses even looked at God, he would have died. So this is, this is not necessarily him meeting face to face. He was surrounded with the glory cloud. But Moses was so deep in the presence of God that it was the sense of face to face that was used as a metaphor for very, very close contact and communion with him. Moses made it his habit to dwell in the presence of the Lord. For Moses, the presence of the Lord was his safe place. And we need to make sure that we also spend time with God in his presence, inquiring from him also. As we do, we find his leading. We find ourselves following him. Here's the most exciting thing. Because we have the Holy Spirit, we can enjoy even greater access to God than what Moses had. Paul actually talks about this in 2 Corinthians. And if you want to skip ahead and read that, you can. We can be bolder than Moses. We can be more intentional than Moses. We can seek him and speak to him without hiding our face and seek him with everything that we have. Through the Holy Spirit, we can experience the presence of God every day. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, we can encounter the presence of God and live a life of friendship with him. Verse of the day. Exodus 33, 15 says, And then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. Here's my question. How desperate are you for the presence of God in your everyday? How hungry are you for him? I want to be like Moses, who knew God well. Don't send me here without your presence. And that is it for the Daily Brew Day 54 done and dusted. Thank you so much for joining me today. I pray God has blessed you and is speaking to you as always. Let me know what God is saying in the comments on YouTube or in the social media DMs on Instagram. I love hearing the testimonies. Keep them coming. It's awesome to hear. Also, if you have some coffee suggestions, if you're an at-home barista too, or if you know what you're actually talking about, feel free to let me know. Or if you have some coffee you think I should try, whether it's cold, hot, 
or store-bought, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. That is it for today. Make sure if you haven't done so already to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Click the bell as well so you don't miss any of the devotional uploads and follow our audio podcast platforms. Rate them as well. It'll be a blessing to us. Thanks so much for joining me today. We'll see you tomorrow for another day. If it's the start of your day, have a great one. If it's not, though, sleep tight. Have a good night, and we'll see you tomorrow back here on The Daily Brew.